I am Gaima, and you have arrived. Welcome. Spend some time. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. But in this moment that you're listening to me and all the cicadas and other birds, etc., in my enchanted garden room, it's good morning here. It's August 30th and um, I think the lesson for this episode is Don't let anybody set you up for failure. So some of you, very few of you actually probably listening know that um, one of my ways to earn income is through a gig that I have in a corporate American setting. And um, if you go on LinkedIn, I mean, you'll be able to see it. I'm not going to get into all that here. But it's not really about this particular role. It's more so just in general. So a lot of us, when we are in leadership roles, you know, we tend to have to have difficult conversations, if you will, as a part of like our everyday, Um, especially if you're in a role that impacts and influences change in your space. Um, And so oftentimes, you know, we will, Um, we'll have to have conversations with other teams where maybe there is uh, a gap and that gap in how processes is happening creates turmoil, if you will. And so the goal is how do you get that turmoil to go away? Um, One of my responsibilities as a product owner is to address Um, impacts to my team that are detrimental to how we do business on a day-to-day basis and do it well. And, you know, if you're someone who holds a role like that or something similar, you know, where, you know, if there's something broken, in a sense, you've got to kind of chase down why it's broken and figure out how to get it fixed, Um, whatever that stems up, you know, that's a management role, um, product ownership, um, team leads, service managers, all kinds of different roles, you know, where that may be your responsibility. You know, I can't emphasize enough how important it is to get your receipts in order. Make sure that all of your facts are truly factual and speak directly to the issue at hand. 
if you are dependent on others on your team in order to get to that information and you know what is necessary in order to affect change, you may have to be the one to put together kind of like a template that says, here's what I need. And this is what I will need in order to get X, Y, or Z done and communicate that effectively to your team. Um, There are times when your team will be proactive and just gather information for you, which is awesome, right? And so when that occurs, um, you could get a lot of information, but the onus is on you as the leader to go through that information in depth and again, ensure that what context you receive is viable context that you can utilize to make your arguments not only heard, but received and arguments that truly land so that those who need to work with you to make the changes, make the changes. Otherwise, you run into scenarios where you have conversations with people and um, if your arguments are not strong enough, people don't take you seriously. Um, because they're like, kind of like that whole the boy who cried wolf. If you always, always show up with complaints, but they're not strong or they're not necessarily worthy of the battle, then you start to lose value. And whenever you speak, folks may not respond um, in a, in a way, manner in which you would want them to. However, if you use your voice effectively Every time you are engaging in the, kind of those tough conversations, it's backed with fruitful, valuable truths, evidence, facts, you know, removing the emotions out of it and just truly delivering on the facts. Uh, you stand to um, build a stronger reputation as someone who people need to pay attention to when you speak. Bottom line, I think. What I'm saying not only holds true in the in the workspace, but I think outside of the workspace. Um, absolutely, if you're an entrepreneur, these are the types of principles that you apply or should apply to your business, um, whatever that may be, literally whatever that may be. Because once it's business, there are gonna be some aspects that hold true, regardless of what it is that you're doing, um, whatever service you're providing. and Moreover, you just want to be that type of person where when you speak, people really listen and believe you and um, value your, your, um, your word. If you're not that person, um, work to become that person. And if you have made some mistakes, um, then it's up to you to get out of your ego and first acknowledge that you are that person who may not have been the best and most effective communicator, figure out what that is, you know, get feedback from from people who can provide constructive feedback. Um, Some people may like you, some people may not. But one of the things that's important is, one, if you're in the corporate American workspace and you want it to be a workspace that you don't hate, um, you're going to work with people who personalities personally, you may not gel but you can still be respectful and create respectful 
engaging workshops where you can get stuff done. I find that a lot of times where the challenges lie is simply because folks are too caught up and aligned with their ego to listen to other people and um, actively listen, not here in order to respond, but here in order to like truly listen and process. I, I can't tell you every single time I see that as a huge challenge, the underlying root tends to be ego and nothing else. So um, I think ego is the biggest, the biggest asshole in all of this. And doesn't mean you need to throw your ego in the trash. The ego has helped a lot of us to get to certain spaces and places, right? But it's about managing your ego and not allowing your ego to dominate every conversation. I use my ego these days to really check myself, um, challenge myself. There are times when the ego has to be flexed. I'm not even going to front. But when the ego is constantly in charge of who you are and how you talk to people, how you deal with people, how people deal with you, you're put in a position where um, you're probably acting more so you're making decisions that are super emotional versus super factual. And when you're behaving as such in the space of business, um, you, you tend to make a lot of mistakes that could be avoided if you just told your ego to have a seat and you got real. So that's my sermon for today. Um, do not allow yourself to be led down a path simply because of your own ego or egos on your team, um, whether it's in the corporate workspace, whether it's in a different type of workspace, whether it's your own business, when you're trying to communicate issues across the table to others who you are partners with, do your research. Make sure everything is thorough. Make sure all your receipts are documented. Make sure you are on point. And timing, timing matters. There's a time for everything. Pay attention to the landscape. You may have critical information that can rock shit, but if it's not time yet, because mm, sometimes you don't know that it's not time yet, but you feel it. Pay attention to your intuition. Sometimes it's best to wait. Sometimes it's best to wait. Pay attention to your into into your pay attention to your intuition. Pay attention to your intuition. Yeah. I hope this helps. Um let me know what you think. Uh you can reply to this episode, you know. You can email me if you want. info at gaima.com I'd like to know what you guys think what you ladies think what you all think until then have a good day thank you for spending time with us at I am Gaima a podcast it's a shit show out here y'all we need each other more than ever so let's stay connected Feel free to share, like, and subscribe on various social media platforms. 
you can find us at I am Gaima or Gaima Show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. For a deeper connection, consider joining the community. Visit GaimaShow.com to submit your email and become a part of the monthly conversations. I actually try and send out notes consistently and I respond. Until next time, be intentional about what you listen to and protect your peace.